This is Food in 5 Minutes, the weekly part of the Ken on Food podcast that brings you five food stories for the past week, served up in five minutes or less. You know, just to give you some food for thought and keep up with what's happening in the food world around you. My name is Ken McGuire, this is episode 5 for Sunday the 4th of February and with a bank holiday weekend here in Ireland, I hope you're doing well wherever you are in the world. Thanks for taking the time out of your day to join me for the next few minutes and hopefully you'll hear something of interest while you've got your coffee uh, or your tea as I've been told by the long coffee drinkers in recent weeks on. Links for everything I'm about to mention you can find on the blog, it's kenonfood.com and you get more reading on my free newsletter, it's called The Weekend food it's available via substack sign up on the blog today all that said let's get to the stories of the week first up this week the signs went up around rosslare hollyhead and other border posts and ports with food and drink exported from the eu that's ireland included to the uk now facing additional controls as of wednesday under post-brexit trading agreements for irish exporters this means more time more money probably more paperwork too with our near neighbors being the country's largest single destination for exports on the food front Food, drink and agri-producers have been encouraged over the past few months to examine supply chains, prepare and make sure that they're ready for the changes that kicked in this week. Some of those changes in play include the pre-lodgement of customs declarations, pre-notification of agri-food exports and in some cases the requirement for an export health certificate for agri-food products. If you're a small producer nipping to the UK for a trade show or supplying directly yourself to UK retailers, it might be worth investigating. While physical checks won't be in place until later this year, you'll want to make sure that you've got all of your paperwork in order. You can find more links on the blog with coverage also on the journal.ie this week. On Thursday this week, Amsterdam became the first EU capital to call for a global plant-based treaty to address food system impacts on the climate emergency. This proposed treaty has now been backed by 25 municipal governments worldwide, including Edinburgh and Scotland, Los Angeles and the US. And with its food strategy, Amsterdam is going to take responsibility to drive changes in the food system. This ensures that all residents in the city would have access to healthy, fair, sustainable and affordable food and drinks. One effort to achieve this is to shift towards more plant-based food. Amsterdam's ambition is to shift the protein ratio in the city's diet from 40 to 60% plant-based by 2030. They're entering into a covenant with major employers, public institutions like hospitals and community centres and care institutions in Amsterdam. It's titled Amsterdam Healthy, Fair and Sustainable Food City. Includes a couple of different things straight off the bat like all restoration and catering of public institutions. Commit to a vegan Friday from this year. All employees, visitors, patients obtaining full plant-based meal options in all publicly funded institutions from this year and to organise an annual plant-based conference with care institutes, schools, universities and other public institutions in the city. It's really interesting reading. There's good listening to from News Talk this week and you can read more on plantbasedtreaty.org. Keeping with the plant-based theme for a minute, in Kilkenny, which is my hometown, saw its only dedicated vegan eatery close this week after six and a half years on Ormond Street in the city. From the minute proprietor Helen Costlow got the keys to four Ormond Street. The cutting veg became a go-to for vegan and vegetarian faithfuls. Those uh, meat-eaters among us who were looking for plant-based alternatives to try. Mind you, she tell you herself that a good 80% plus of customers in the past few years haven't fallen into that vegan bracket. Does it leave a gap in the market in Kilkenny? I do think it does. Will 
to be filled? That is debatable. With the constant pressure that's on independent food-led businesses from rent rates, staffing, wage increases, sick pay, supplier costs, astronomical energy bills, insurance, and more, you'd have to have a serious head on you at the minute, I think, to open up a cafe and deli. I do have more on this on the blog, but if you're a Facebook user, some of the comments coming through the Cutting Veg page, they were officially closed as of Saturday, 3rd of February, yesterday if you're listening on release day. But those comments do make for some lovely reading. The links are on the blog and in this week's newsletter too. 700 nominees are whittled down to shortlists in November before the winners of the 2023 Virgin Media Business Gold Medal Awards were announced in Galway this week. The event recognises the best in hospitality and catering across Ireland, shining a spotlight on hotels and restaurants, guest houses, spa and leisure facilities, event caterers and more. The team at Adair Manor in Limerick celebrating again, taking home gold for Ireland's five-star resort with the supreme winner on the night being the five-star Europe Hotel and Resort in Killarney, County Kerry. You can Check out the Kilkenny winners on the blog this week with links to all the photos and the winners on the night there too. And the last one I have for you this week involves honey and a deal struck with member states of the EU this week on the so-called Breakfast Directive, which includes improving transparency on the origin of honey, which they say is one of the most adulterated foods. This is according to Euractive.com. The story on the website outlines that under current EU rules, honey pots have to show the exact country of origin if the product comes from one country. And then things kind of get confusing for blends of honey from different origins. The labels can either state it's a blend of honey from EU and non-EU countries. It's a blend of honey originating from the EU or a blend of honey not originating from the EU. And then the situation becomes even less transparent considering the results of an EU study that found that nearly half of all EU honey imports are likely fraudulent. Besides honey labelling, changes also include new rules for jams, marmalade and fruit juice and clearing the way to manufacture lactose-free dehydrated milk. It does make for some interesting reading. It's a long read. You'll find all the links in the show notes and on the blog as well this week. And there you have it. Five stories in five minutes or less and another fresh helping of Kenon Food in the bag. If you like what you hear and you can spare 30 seconds, consider leaving a five-star review for the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you do your podcast list. And if you've got a story to share yourself, drop me a line via email anytime during the week. It's ken at kenonfood.com. I'm back again next Sunday with more food in five minutes. And until then, have a great week. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>